We are a caring community dedicated to the success and well-being of all. This is MLSD version 2.0, a podcast for the staff of the Moses Lake School District filled with important information to keep you informed. Welcome to the latest episode of MLSD version 2.0, a podcast for the staff of the Moses Lake School District. This is Dr. Joshua Meek, superintendent, and I'm happy to be back with you through this podcast series. Sadly, today is our fourth and final episode featuring a Christmas carol, an old-fashioned radio show performed by the Moses Lake High School Drama and Choir students. I wanted to take this chance to personally thank them for their talent and skills and entertaining us over the last several episodes. We can't wait until we can see you live on stage again. Today here with me I have Dave Balcom, Executive Director of Student Services, to share his favorite Christmas memory. Thanks, Josh. It's a privilege and an honor to be here to share um, what has come to be my most memorable Christmas uh, moment. Uh, this story goes back 50 years when I was a junior high student, and this story has been told over and over and over again by my family. So my family, growing up in Brewster, we always knew the reason for the season. and But this particular Christmas, is memorable for a number of reasons. Yes, when fall became winter, uh, my brother and sister and I, we would start generating our Christmas list. And, and so would my mom. And on my mom's typical Christmas list, we would find, oh, I could use a new bathrobe, or the old vacuum cleaner is about ready to give up the ghost. But what she really wanted, and she made no bones about it, was not very subtle in dropping her hints, was she wanted a mother's ring. You know, it's one of those rings about that time it was early on um, in coming out into the world. And where you take your children's birthstones and set them in a ring. And that's all she wanted. She would um, tell my dad over and over again that that's what she wanted. Well, sure enough, Christmas morning came. uh, And we all got up. And I'm an early riser. To this day, I can't sleep past 6 a.m. So I was the first one up and was not very quiet about it because I was ready to get the show on the road. Let's get after this thing and let's open our Christmas gifts. So we all did. And my brother and sister and I, we kept watching mom because surely dad um, had gotten these not so subtle hints that mom wanted a mother's ring. So as mom opened her gifts, yes, she found the Chanel bathrobe, but she took her time opening the gift and going through the bathrobe, checking every pocket. And as she opened other gifts, she came to her one last big gift in a box. And sure enough, it was a canister vacuum cleaner. And mom meticulously took every tube, every attachment out of that box. And at one point, looked like a sea captain looking for land as she looked through that chrome-plated vacuum tube. I'm sure she was looking for her mother's ring. But alas, presents were done. Wrapping paper was gathered and thrown in the fireplace, and we went off to breakfast. My dad always made uh, animal pancakes on Christmas morning. And as we went to the table, my brother and sister, we kept thinking, wow, dad, dad kind of blew it this year. He didn't get mom's mother's day, mother ring. Um, so as we're all sitting down, mom, mom came to the table with her new Chanel robe, 
Um, and Dad asked her if she wanted a pancake, and she said, sure. So as he's walking to the kitchen nook with, her, with Mom's pancake on the plate, he winks at my brother and sister and I, and over her left shoulder, deposits on the table, a beautifully round pancake, and standing straight up in the pancake at full attention was Mom's mother ring. Um, that mother's ring uh, was shining, <laughs> sitting in that um, cooked batter of pancake, and, and obviously she was thrilled. Uh, I can still see every moment of that morning, um, and sometimes my eyes sweat when we tell the story, uh, just how, how pleased she was and uh, that she received her mother's ring. And to this day, uh, she, she still has the ring. And just so you know, for those inquiring minds, my mom will turn 97 uh, on December 30th. My mom is, she was seven of 11 children, and she's the last surviving uh, family member. Uh, and she's actually doing quite well. So I'm sure we'll tell this story uh, come later this month. So with that, that's my favorite Christmas memory. It goes back to 1971, again, when I was a junior high school, high school student. So with that, I wish everybody just happy holidays and Merry Christmas. So now at this time, would you please enjoy, enjoy the fourth and final episode of A Christmas Carol, an old-fashioned radio show. Thank you. When Charles Dickens presented this little story to the world almost a hundred years ago, he found an instant response in the hearts of people everywhere who saw in it their favorite fictional chronicle of what Christmas is and what Christmas means to all the simple people of the earth. From the day of its first printing, families have been innumerable in which there has remained unbroken the tradition that the reading of A Christmas Carol was an item indispensable to a proper observance of the most important of days. It is the American way, as we know, to establish traditions quickly where popular instinct and sentiment pronounce them sound. And so it is that today, it has become a Christmas custom to gather around the radio to hear and to enjoy a Christmas carol. And since it is Christmas, we hope too that the younger members of the family are permitted to stay up and listen before dreams and visit of Santa. We get a great deal of pleasure planning and preparing this Christmas gift and now, it's ready. Off come the wrappings, off come the tags that say, please do not open till Christmas. Out comes the card, to you from us. And here is part four of the gift itself. Scrooge looked about him for the ghost. It had vanished, and he found himself once more in his bed, in his dressing gown and his nightcap on his head. He heard the clock strike then he remembered this prediction of old Jacob Marley and lifting up his eyes beheld the third spirit a solemn phantom shrouded in black draped and hooded coming towards him slowly and silently like a mist along the ground I know you you you're the ghost of Christmas yet to come you'll show me the shadows of things that have not happened but will happen in the time before us Answer me, spirit, ghost of the future. I fear you more than any specter I've seen. Yet I know your purpose is to do me good. And as I hope to live to be another man from what I was, lead on, lead on. The night's waning fast and time's precious. 
Spirit, why, why have you brought me here again? Here to Bob Cratchit's home. But it's not the same. What? Why is it so quiet? So very quiet here. Mother, mother, please. My, my son, my, my little son, Tiny Tim. I loved him so. Oh, mother dear, you mustn't. It's almost time for father to be home. Don't let him see you crying. Yes, yes, Martha. He's late tonight. He walks slower than he used to. And yet, I've known him to walk very fast indeed with Tiny Tim on his shoulder. So have I, mother. But he was light to carry, and his father loved him so that it was no trouble. No trouble. <coughs> Bob. Good evening, my dear. You're late, Bob. Yes, I I'm sorry, my dear. I, I went to the churchyard today. I wish you could have gone with me. It would have done your heart good to see how sweet and green a place it is. But you'll see it often. I promised him. Yes, I promised Tiny Tim we'd walk there on a Sunday. Father, dear. I'm trying to understand it, my dear. My son, my little son, Tiny Tim. And I loved him so. Oh, that's cruel. Cruel. Spirit? Can't you give me one ray of hope that I may change all that? That Tiny Tim may live? Where are you taking me now? Here? On a common street, spirit? What is there for me to learn here? Who? Who are those men? I don't know much about it, either way. I only know he's dead. When did he die? Last night, I believe. It's likely to be a very cheap funeral. For upon my life, I don't know anybody to go to it. Suppose we make up a party and volunteer? I don't mind going if a lunch is provided. <laughs> <laughs> Come to think of it, I'll bet I was his best friend. What? We used to nod to each other when we met in the street. <laughs> Spirit, help me. Who is this man that died? Is there no one to mourn the poor creature? No one to follow him to the grave? Perhaps they'll give him a green grave, at least. Like poor Tiny Tim. Perhaps... Spirit, where are we now? Merciful heaven, a churchyard. Overrun by grass and weeds. Choked with too much burying. Desolate, only crumbling gravestones. Spirit, before I draw nearer to that gravestone, Answer me one question. Are, are these shadows of things that will be? Or, or are they shadows of things that may be only? Huh? Well, will you not speak to me, spirit? What is that grave to which you point? Ah, now I see it. Uh-huh. There's writing on that stone. The name on the gravestone is... Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge? Oh no, no, spirit, no, no, no! Hear me, I'm not the man I was. Why show me this if I am past all hope? Tell me that I can change these dreadful shadows you've shown me by an altered life. I'll honor Christmas in my heart. I'll, I'll try to keep it all the year. 
I'll live in the past, the present, and the future. And I'll not shut out the lessons that they teach. Tell me, spirit. Oh, go on, tell me. Tell me that I can sponge away the writing on that stone, spirit. I beg you, spirit, I beg you. Spirit, I promise. I promise on my knees. I promise. I promise. I hope. I... Wait, what's this? It's my own dream. Oh, I'm home! In my own bed and in my own room! And the sun! The sun's shining! It's clear, it's bright, no fog! What a beautiful day! Oh, glorious, glorious! Hey, boy! Oh, boy! Yes, sir? What's... What's today? What's that, sir? What day is it, my fine fellow? Today? Why, it's Christmas Day. Ha <laughs> ha! Christmas Day! Then I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. All in one night. Heaven be praised. How's that, sir? Listen, my lad. Uh, you know where the poulterer is in the next street? I should say I do. Ha! An intelligent boy. A remarkable boy. Tell me. Do you know if they sold the prize turkey that was hanging in the window? The one as big as me? Hee-hee-hee! <laughs> what a delightful boy! It's a pleasure to talk to you. Yes, my buck. It's hanging there now, sir. That's wonderful. Go down, will ya? And tell him to send it to Bob Cratchit and his family on Broad Street. And mind you, they're not to know who paid for it. Go along. Hurry, hurry, my lad. Here. Here, wait a minute. Here's half a crown for your trouble. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And a Merry Christmas, sir. Ha-ha! A Merry Christmas to you, my boy. Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm light as a feather, as happy as an angel. I'm as merry as a schoolboy. Merry Christmas! <laughs> and a Merry Christmas to everybody. A Happy New Year to all the world. Woo! Woo! Hello! My dear lady, how do you do? Uh, I beg your pardon? Well, you, ma'am, aren't you the lady who came to my office in regard to that charity? Why, yes, sir. A Merry Christmas to you. Uh, yes, sir. Allow me to ask you pardon, ma'am. And will you have the goodness to accept? I prefer to whisper this. My dear Mr. Scrooge, are you serious? If you please. Now, not a farthing less. <laughs> a great many back payments are included in it, I assure you. <laughs> Will you do me that favor? Well, my dear sir, I don't know what to say to such music. Now! Don't say anything, please. Come and see me. Will you... Will you come and see me? I will, I will indeed. Haha! <laughs> Thank you. I am much obliged to you. I thank you 50 times. Bless you. Merry Christmas. God rest you, gentlemen. Next morning, Scrooge was early at his office. He went early for a reason. If he could only be there first and catch Bob Cratchit coming late. That was the thing he set his heart upon. And he did it. Yes, he did. The clock struck nine. No Bob. 
quarter past, no Bob. Scrooge sat with his door wide open that he might see him come in. At last he came. His hat was off before he opened the door, his comforter too. He was on his stool in a jiffy, driving away with his pen as if he were trying to overtake nine o'clock. Fifteen and twenty-one, six and carry the one, twenty-four and carry the two, thirty-one and eight and nine. Hello, you Cratchit. Yes, sir. Step this way, Cratchit, if you please. Cratchit, what do you mean by coming in at this time of day? Why, I'm very sorry, sir. I am behind on my time. You are. Yes. Yes, I think you are. Oh, it's only once a year, Mr. Scrooge. It shall not be repeated. I was making rather merry yesterday, sir. I'll tell you what, my friend. I'll not stand this sort of thing any longer. And therefore, Bob Cratchit, I'm about to raise your salary. Mr. Scrooge, are you quite yourself, sir? No. No, thank heaven. I'm not quite myself. Merry Christmas, Bob. <laughs> Merry Christmas, my good fellow. A merrier Christmas than I've given you in many a year. I shall raise your salary, and we'll see what we can do for Tiny Tim and the rest of your family. Huh? <laughs> we, we'll discuss it this very afternoon over a Christmas bowl of smoking bishop. Bob, make up the fire. Make it up and... And, and buy another coal scuttle before you dot another eye, Bob Cratchit. Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all and infinitely more. To Tiny Tim, who did not die, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man as the good old city knew or any other good old city, town, or borough in the good old world. Some people laughed to see the alteration in him, but he let them laugh and little heeded them. His own heart laughed. That was quite enough for him. He had no further dealings with spirits, but lived upon the total abstinence principle ever afterwards. And it was always said to him that he knew how to keep Christmas well, if any man alive possessed the knowledge. May that be truly said of us, of all of us. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. Joy to the world, the Lord is come, let earth receive the King. Thank you for joining us for our holiday special. We hope you've enjoyed our time together. This production was brought to you by the Moses Lake High School's Theater Department. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. 